Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. And... What can be done about gun violence? Area educational leaders offer some ideas. I'm Dan Ronan. The National Park Service will close part of the George Washington Memorial Parkway this morning. Good morning. It is 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Matt Piper in New York. A 212-car train derails in Ohio this weekend. And it's the same company, Norfolk Southern, as last month's hazardous train derailment. But officials say this one was not carrying hazardous material. Dave Nangle is the Springfield, Ohio fire chief. The Clark County EMA has established an emergency operations center on site to coordinate the response to the incident. The site will remain active at this time and security will be posted in the area. A shelter in place order for that area has been lifted. After days of snow, another strong storm dumped more snow Saturday on northern California mountain communities. And a winter storm warning is in effect through early Monday. KOVR-TV's Tori Apodaca. Thousands in Grass Valley have been without power for nearly a week. It's not bad because I've got a generator, so pretty much runs the house. Traffic on I-80 westbound also taking a lot longer than usual. Well, it normally takes three hours. took me a little over double. This truck driver finally removing the chains from his truck after a dangerous drive down the mountain. Like I've seen a couple of truck drivers and car drivers on their cell phone during the snowstorm driving. And I'm like, well, whatever happens, happens. With the U.S. and South Korean militaries set to hold their largest joint field exercises in five years later this month, North Korea issues a statement today accusing the allies of irresponsibly raising tensions. Reporter Alex Jensen is in Seoul. North Korea's foreign ministry suggested the United Nations should put a halt to U.S.-South Korean joint military drills. While the North views such exercises as war preparations, the Allies say they're defensive in nature and especially needed as North Korea continues to test missiles in defiance of U.N. Security Council resolutions. In a first, two Ukrainian pilots are in Arizona to fly flight simulators and be evaluated by the U.S. military. Sophisticated jets have not been pledged to Ukraine by Western allies. Chris Rock has become the first artist to perform live on Netflix, and he waited until the very end to address the elephant in the room, Will Smith slapping him nearly a year ago at the Oscars. A lot of people go, Chris, how come you didn't do nothing back? How come you didn't do nothing back that night? Because I got parents. That's why. Because I was raised. I got parents. And you know what my parents taught me? Don't fight in front of white people. The show was live from Baltimore. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 4.03 a.m., March 5th, 2023. It's 43 degrees. Good morning, I'm Rich Hunter. The top local stories we're following this hour... The driver of a tanker truck is dead after the vehicle overturned and exploded Saturday in Frederick, catching nearby homes on fire. WTOP's Dick Giuliano with the latest. 
It happened on Route 15 near Rosemont Avenue around noontime. Frederick County Fire Chief Tom Coe lays out what the first firefighters on the scene encountered. One tanker truck hauling flammable liquid completely engulfed in flames with extension to three homes and three automobiles in the 500 block of Apple Avenue. While the truck driver was killed, no one else was injured in the two-alarm fire that even touched off a significant brush fire in the area. One of the houses is extensively damaged and the residents displaced. The other homes have less severe damage. Maryland State Police are leading the investigation. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Northbound U.S. 15 reopened just before 11 p.m. last night. One man is dead after police fired the weapon Saturday evening. It happened just after 6 p.m. on the 1500 block of Northeast Street in Frederick, Maryland. Police say they were searching for a suspect who was wanted for violating his parole or probations. Frederick City Police Chief Jason Lando. When the officers arrived at the scene, uh, a young lady answered the door. Uh, Subsequently, the officers uh, entered the apartment to check for the individual. Um, They did find the male uh, in a closet. At some point, the male pulled a knife. Officers gave multiple commands uh, for the individual to drop the knife. He did not. And subsequently, um, officers fired shots. Uh, The male was pronounced deceased at the scene. Police are investigating the shooting. 18 D.C. area universities and colleges are coming together for recommendations to lower the amount of gun violence in our area. More than 100 experts were involved in the formation of the gun violence report, which University of Maryland President Daryl Pine said is about creating innovative, actionable solutions based on facts and evidence across all political parties. The report is being released just months after mass shootings at Michigan State University, the University of Virginia, Southern California, and other locations. Among the recommendations, expanding anti-gun violence messaging and educational programs without, he says, vilifying law-abiding gun owners and also expanding the use of gun safety devices. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. It's true. It's a 406. Parts of Leesburg will see slower speed limit signs soon. Leesburg Town Council voted this week to lower the speed limit to 20 miles per hour in the historic downtown district. This comes after a study officials conducted recommended the speed limit drop, as well as creating speed transition zones on nearby streets. The goal is to cut down on crashes that leave people hurt and property damaged. The council is also looking at other traffic calming measures on nearby Loudon and Market Streets heading into and out of the historic district. Watch for those signs in historic downtown Leesburg in the next two to three months. The D.C. Council may reverse course two years after initially voting to remove school resource officers. It comes in the wake of a crime surge in the city. Four members of the council have introduced legislation that would repeal the plan to remove all D.C. police from schools by 2025. When there are weapons brought to school and teachers being harmed and young people being shot at and there are no officers, that is not fair, in my view, to put on teachers. Council member Brooke Pinto is a sponsor and addressed the legislation at a recent roundtable on violence in the city. The highly contested plan was passed in the wake of the murder of George Floyd and based on recommendations from the city's police reform commission. Supporters of the removal have argued that school resource officers are not effective and contribute to a school-to-prison pipeline. Luke Luger, WTOP News. The council will begin reviewing the legislation next week. Your drive on the George Washington Memorial Parkway today may require a reroute. The National Park Service will shut down the northbound lanes of the GW Parkway between Spout Run Parkway and 123 sometime after 6 a.m. this morning. 
Officials will work to recover an abandoned car near Donaldson Run that was left there during that massive snowstorm in January of 2022. The operation will require lots of equipment and lots of time. The Park Service hopes to have the roadway reopened by around 4 p.m. this afternoon. Coming up after traffic and weather, when business and science fiction come together, the details in the minutes ahead with business. Right now, it is 4.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Rich. Still watching the accident scene along New York Avenue headed outbound towards 295. The accident scene is right above the Anacostia River there, right across the bridge. Now, looking at the camera, you do still have the far right-hand side of the roadway blocked, and a few listeners did confirm that the left side is also blocked, so you're going to have to be careful and stay down the center of the roadway. Now, here's the thing. The delays have basically cleared up since the emergency vehicles showed up. Officers have uh, were able to direct traffic a little bit. The delays aren't there any longer. So as you make your approach, eastbound New York Avenue, outbound, headed towards Maryland, you are going to see those flashing lights. Stay towards the center of the roadway and drive nice and carefully because there are some people walking around, uh, more than likely exchanging insurance information, things like that. Uh, I don't see any emergency. I don't see any EMTs or anything like that. So thankfully, it seems everyone is likely okay. Southbound I-95 is dealing with a work zone now. Just as you make your way past 198, they've got two left lanes blocked with the work crew. Stay to the right. Zero delays right now. Eastbound side of the ICC. Still got that work zone out there. Slowing down a little bit past the work crew. Two right lanes blocked as you head past Georgia Avenue. I-270 looking great. No issues from Frederick down towards the Beltway. It is quiet. It is up to speed. Outer loop of the Beltway in Virginia. The accident scene was there soon after the GW Parkway. Closer to 193. Looking at the cameras now. Looks like they were able to get that vehicle out of the roadway. So all lanes available to you. No issues continuing down through Tyson's and approaching I-66. So far, 66 looks amazing. Not seeing any delays right now. Looking for a safe used car? Well, Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. And now we'll go to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Steneford. The gusty winds from earlier today have died down. We're going to be fair tonight. Kind of a chilly night. Lows being the 30s suburbs, lower 40s closer into the district. A good deal of sunshine on Sunday. It's going to be breezy at times, not nearly as windy as it has been. And we'll see highs in the upper 50s to lower 60s. Those temperatures are still close to 10 degrees above average for this time of year. Sunshine Monday, a high near 60. Sunshine and breezy on Tuesday, highs lower 60s. Sunny, breezy, cooler by Wednesday with a high in the low 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. It's 28 in Gaithersburg, it's 33 in Lanham, and it's 42 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money news at, at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here is Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. It's the stuff of science fiction. Launch a spacecraft to an asteroid and bring back platinum and other precious metals. But Bloomberg's Lauren Grush says California-based Astroforge wants to do just that. The idea is that there's vast more material out in space to collect, and if we mine it there, then we don't have to use carbon-intensive resources here. But there's still a lot of work to do. A NASA mission collected 250 grams, not much at all. They would have to really size that up in order to turn some kind of profit and make this a viable business. In April, Astroforge plans to send a small satellite into low Earth orbit. Following that, they hope to launch a deep space mission to go scout out one of the asteroids that they plan 
to eventually mine. After that will come two more missions aimed at extracting and refining the metals and bringing them to Earth. Grush says Astroforge hopes that can happen in about two years. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, it's likely that the U.S. Senate will vote down D.C.'s new criminal law adopted by the D.C. Council later on this week. We will get reaction from D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser next, where it is 412. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma. Not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. It's 413. When you hire your local server pro painters, you get the power of doing it right. Detailed project proposals, excellent customer service, and trusted professionals who get the job done on time and on budget. The power of experience. We're kings of the scaffolding and pros with the stucco. We've been there, done that. Get your project started at CertaPro.com and get the power of pro. Each CertaPro painter's business is independently owned and operated. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzz warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> Good morning. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. One person's dead, several homes damaged in the Saturday afternoon crash and explosion of a tanker truck on U.S. 15 in Frederick. Former President Trump makes his case for another term in the White House at the CPAC conference at National Harbor. President Biden now has at least one primary challenger for the 2024 Democratic presidential nomination. Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. A hero's work is never done. You care for the house, the kids, and our future. We're so grateful for all you do. Now, it's time to care for yourself and save a little more for retirement. A free three-minute online chat can give you the personalized tips you need to boost your retirement savings now. Visit aceyourretirement.org today. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. This is WTOP News. It's 415. I'm Rich Hunter. Thank you for being with us. It's looking likely the U.S. Senate will vote this coming week to block the district's new criminal penalties that were adopted by the D.C. Council. And it was a mini bombshell around here when we learned President Biden would not be vetoing the measure. 
D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser joined WTOP Sean and Ann to discuss the ongoing situation with Congress. We never encourage congressional meddling in the affairs of the District of Columbia. And my concerns with the crime bill, part of it is a code rewrite and other parts of it deal with early release for everybody that have committed certain violent crimes. But the areas of concern that I've expressed to the council, I have also introduced to the council as an amendment. So our issues can be dealt with locally. Mayor Bowser, how disappointed are you in President Biden for not threatening a veto? I think we expected that the Senate would be voting next week. It was shaping up to be a tough vote, as we were hearing and talking to senators about. So I think the president probably got the same message, that there were a lot of Democratic senators who were looking not to join the Republicans in treading on D.C., but to express concern about violent crime across the nation, not just in the district. What kind of impact do you think this could have on the district's bid for statehood down the road if, in fact, this passes? Well, I think it has very little impact on our statehood discussion right now. Let's face it, we have a Republican-controlled House of Representatives who have not been supportive or signed on for our statehood resolutions that have passed the House twice in recent years. So I think our focus has to be on continuing to protect our limited home rule, which is already an indignity that we live with each and every day. Uh, We're 700,000 taxpaying people, but we don't have, we do not have two senators to speak up for us and our laws have to go through the Congress. So there's really only one solution to that in that statehood. And so until we get the political winds blowing in our direction again with having control of the House and the Senate with people who support democracy for the people of the District of Columbia, then we're going to keep the fight ongoing. That's D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, and it is 418. Traffic and weather on the eights. Let's go to Carlos Ramirez in the WTRP Traffic Center. Thanks, Rich. So far, the eastbound side, outbound side of New York Avenue still dealing with that accident scene. The crash happened right as you make your way across the Anacostia River Bridge. Looks like only that center lane is what's getting by. I will say this, however, uh, do proceed with caution. Drive a little bit slower as you make your way past the Costco. Looks like you only have that single lane down the center of the roadway getting by. There's still plenty of vehicles on uh, the far right and far left side of the roadway, so please be extra cautious if you could. Uh, Hearing about a new incident, if you're headed along uh, Pennsylvania Avenue, or rather Route 4, headed through the Bristol area, making your way just past Lower Pindle Road. Uh, looks like uh, they got an accident scene there on the southbound side of Route 4. Inside the Beltway, 50 is quiet, headed westbound towards 295. 295 is up to speed towards the 11th Street Bridge. Inbound side of the southeast-southwest freeway looks good. However, it sounds like there may still be some crash activity in the tunnel, in the ramp that takes you towards the 3rd Street Tunnel. Just be cautious as you head in. In Virginia... 395 is quiet. Beltway traffic in Virginia is completely up to speed and no issues on 66 between Manassas and the Beltway. I-95 in Virginia has been up to speed all morning long. No issues there. 
Hearing about a new accident scene, this one's going to be on the outer loop headed over towards New Hampshire Avenue. As I'm saying, I'm pulling up these cameras here, see if I can't find that accident scene. I do see one, two, three fire trucks making their way just past New Hampshire Avenue. So that tells me that the crash is going to be somewhere between New Hampshire and 193 University Boulevard. So be aware of that. Got a few, that's number four right there. A few emergency vehicles headed their way uh, just past New Hampshire Avenue. So follow police direction there. If you're headed on 50, not towards the Bay Bridge, no worries, but they do have two-way traffic across the Bay Bridge on the eastbound span. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Uh, thank you, Carlos. Now let's go to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Steneford. We are looking at a fairly quiet weather pattern for the next several days. For tonight, generally clear skies across the region. The gusty winds have diminished, and winds will be fairly light after midnight. We'll see lows in the 30 suburbs, lower 40s near the district. Nice end of the weekend tomorrow, plenty of sunshine. It will be breezy at times. We'll see highs in the upper 50s, lower 60s. Beautiful day on Monday. Lots of sunshine again. The winds will be light, highs near 60. Sunny and breezy on Tuesday, highs low 60s. Breezy cooler on Wednesday, highs low 50s. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Stinniford. Coming up on WTOP, one local journal. Actually, I forgot to do the weather close out here. 39 degrees at the wharf in D.C., 39 at National Harbor, and it's clear and 41 degrees outside the WTOP studios at uh, 421. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP, one local jurisdiction is seeing an alarming increase in crimes involving strangulation. It is 421. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. I'll be here to hear what's on your mind. Kids want to share what's going on in their lives with the adults around them. Parents, grandparents, teachers, coaches, and more. They want to know you're listening. And they want to listen to you. They want your input and guidance early and often on all kinds of topics. When it comes to a serious subject like underage drinking, they want to know your expectations, as well as how and why, as a young person, they should avoid alcohol. How you talk about it will change as your child grows, but the important thing is to talk about it. Not just once for an hour when you think the time is right, but in 60 one-minute conversations and more that are part of your everyday talks. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Washington. Breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. When Washington traffic is at its worst, WTOP is at its best. We're the original traffic app, constantly watching the areas you drive most. Crash on Old Ox Road in Sterling and 606 is blocked. To bring you updates that save you time every 10 minutes on the 8th. Only on WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. This is WTOP News. It's 423. In Fairfax County, there's been a big jump in the number of people charged with strangulation. Police are trying to figure out why. 
Fairfax County charged 217 people with crimes related to strangulation in 2022. That's up 83 cases from the year before. The Washington Post reports, however, that although arrests are up, successful prosecutions in these cases remains low. At a recent conference on strangulation prevention, prosecutors and police discussed the issue. Possible problems include how police collect evidence in these cases to victims stopping cooperation with prosecutors, especially when it's a domestic case. Men make up the vast majority of people accused in strangulation cases. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. CBS's Eye on Travel show made its way to D.C. this weekend, and host Peter Greenberg is visiting the Waldorf Astoria Hotel on Pennsylvania Avenue. He spoke with Chief Concierge Jennifer Geronda, and she has the inside look at all D.C. events happening this summer, including a performance from the Marine Corps Band. Stationed here in D.C., and it's a very well-known secret that during the summertime, you can actually visit Marine Barracks Washington and watch what they call an evening parade, which is a, um, a showcase of the Commandant's Own, the President's Own Band, and the Silent Drill Platoon, as well as Companies A and B. And it's just the most patriotic experience you will ever witness. Geronda says performances typically run from May through August. Virginia may soon use tougher language and impose harsher penalties in criminal cases involving fentanyl. I'm tired of seeing people die. Republican State Senator Bryce Reeves was one of the lawmakers who pushed for a bill that would officially label fentanyl a weapon of terrorism in Virginia. The dangerous opioid is responsible for scores of overdose deaths. One of them was the fiancé of Reeves' daughter. This has affected more families than you'll ever imagine. It's affected my family. Under the bill, which was passed by the state Senate and House of Delegates, not only would the terrorism language be added, but the penalty for selling fentanyl would increase by an additional 2 to 10 years in prison. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 425, here's Frank Hanrahan. Alex Ovechkin had two of the Caps' eight goals as the Caps came back and rolled at San Jose 8-3 besides Ovi's two goals. Craig Smith added a couple goals. T.J. Oshie scoring. Matt Irwin, his first goal of the year as the Capitals, come back and beat San Jose 8-3. Wizards came back but lost in overtime to Toronto 111-104. Wizards managed just four points in overtime. Shot one of nine from the field in the extra five minutes. Delon Wright had a good game for the Wiz, 18.6 steals as the Wiz turned right around and host Milwaukee on Sunday night at Cap One Arena. D.C. United falls on the road at Columbus to zip. College Hoops winners included Virginia, George Mason, Virginia Tech. GW, though, loses to VCU nationally. Duke topping arch-rival North Carolina, 62-57. Women's side, Maryland loses in the Big Ten semifinals to Iowa, 89-84. Again, Ovi scores twice as the Capitals roll at San Jose, 8-3. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Coming up after traffic and weather, cleanup and investigation of Saturday's tanker truck crash and explosion in Frederick have been completed, while there was another freight train derailment in Ohio. It is 427. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured